Monday, December 20th, 2021. It's today's episode. The Packers defeated the Ravens. The Steelers beat the Titans. And the Detroit Lions killed the Arizona Cardinals. And Bill Belichick got ran all over on. This and many more is episode 55 of Monday Morning Football with the Guru. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. We got to talk about the Green Bay Packers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. And I got to give you all my, re- my, uh, uh, my recaps of this game. You know, my remarks, my thoughts. And I, I, don't, really, I don't even want to focus on the Green Bay Packers outside of things because we expected the Green Bay Packers to win this game. Like, we all did. We all knew because of the um, Baltimore Ravens as far as, you know, Lamar being hurt. And just just the injuries and the COVID. There's a lot of things going on with the Baltimore uh, Ravens roster that we were like, there's no way with a backup quarterback in Tyler Huntley going against the legend himself, Aaron Rodgers. There was no way. There was no way. There was no way, bro. No way, man. When I saw this game, bro, when I saw the, the spread came out, first it was at seven because they were like, Lamar might play, Lamar might not play. And then when they made Lamar don't play, the spread went up to nine and a half. I was like, whoa, bro. And it got me thinking, man. And I was like, man, you know what? The Ravens are a different type of organization, man. The Ravens are a different organization. They're like one of those organizations when they, it's like they're the type of organization like they like when, they, when the back is against the wall. You know what I'm saying? One of those people that's comfortable when their back is against the wall. Like, yeah, I'm ready. Man, I look at the Ravens. I was like, oh, man, bruh. Oh, man, they're going to play like a Raven. You know what that means when you play like a Raven? It means kamikaze style, man. Your kids out there, even adults, if you guys ever, you all remember the history of the World War II with the Japanese. They used to have the, the Japanese air, air fighters. They called kamikaze. It's like they they go in a situation where they know it's bleak. They know it's bleak, but yet they fight you to the death, man. They fight you to the death. And I looked at the damn Ravens, bro. I was thinking about them Japanese, like, you know what I'm saying, samurai warriors or whatever, man. That's what I was thinking about because it's like they fight you to the death. And I got me there. I'm like, damn, man. Baltimore Ravens and this culture. Where did you get this culture from? Did you get this culture from the Japanese culture that you fight to the death kamikaze style, man? Because damn, bruh, Tyler Huntley, the Baltimore Ravens, they fought against Aaron Rodgers. They were down by 14 in the fourth quarter. They were down by 14, man. Like, there was no way. Like, it was bleak. They're like, there's no way. There's no way possible Baltimore Ravens going to make this uh, 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 even a close ball game. Even make it a competitive ball game. Even competitive, man, but just like the Warriors in Japan doing World War II, man. Just like those guys who were fearless, man, fearless warriors, man. I look at the Baltimore Ravens, they remind me of all the historic warriors I read about in school, dog. You know what I'm saying? From Genghis Khan to damn, all them school shit that I paid attention to, man. I hope you did. All them warriors, all them warriors that's always a back against the wall, man. I look at the Baltimore Ravens. I'm like, this was the best loss I've seen in years, bro. This was the best loss I've seen in years, man. I'm like, you going against Aaron freaking Rodgers, bro. 
Aaron freaking Rodgers with Devontae Adams. You going against those guys. You, you got Tyler Huntley. We don't even know who Tyler Huntley is. Like, let's be real, bro. Let's be real, bro. If I was in black, let's say I was white, man, I'd be like Tyler Huntley, Lamar Jackson, man, they all look alike. I can't tell the difference. Honestly, if I was white, I'd say the same thing, bro. But thank goodness I'm black. I can at least tell the difference. For real, for real. There's no way Tyler Huntley supposed to play this game against Aaron Rodgers and made it competitive, man. This is what I call kamikaze, man. The Baltimore Ravens culture reminded me of that Japanese kamikaze culture, bro. I mean, they fight you to the freaking death, man. And they will scratch, bite. You know what I'm saying? I, look, are you talking about Dan Campbell on the line? You talking about fight, scratch, that? No, no, no. That is what the Ravens do. The Ravens bite your ankles. They scratch. They do everything they can. Kamikaze style, man. And they will put their life in danger. They will put themselves in compromised situation to get that W. And that's what the Baltimore Ravens did. But in this case, just like the Japanese in World War II, you know what I'm saying? They put everything that they had in life in danger, but they came up short. Just like the Baltimore Ravens against the Green Bay Packers, man. They did everything possible, but they came up short, man. Man, y'all watching Monday night. I said Monday night. Nah, y'all watching Monday morning. I'm lunching. Monday morning football with the guru. I'm giving y'all history lesson. I'm giving y'all football lesson. We talking about kamikaze. We talking about Ravens. God damn it, we just talking. That's what we do out here because it's called a podcast. It's called a podcast. That's what we do. We talk, damn it. And I am the ultimate talker. The G to the U to the I to the U. Now we want to talk about the Tennessee Titans versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, uh, and what I want to talk about in this game is I just don't know how the Pittsburgh Steelers do it. I'm going to be very frank with you guys. I'm going to be frank, and I don't know how this take is going to go because I'm confused, just like how most people are confused about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't even know how to go with this take because I don't know how the hell they win games, bro. I really don't understand how to win games. Big Ben is old. He could barely, he can't move. He gets sacked like five times a game. He throws picks. He fumbles. It's like, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it, man. I'll look up. Pittsburgh is down like 10 points in the first quarter, first half, every single Sunday. Every single Sunday. And then the fourth quarter happens, and like something freaking happened. I'm like, the defense start getting um, sacks. The defense getting turnovers. They're getting interception. They're getting strip sacks. I'm like, who, who are the Pittsburgh Steelers, man? Like, I can't, I don't even know. I, I don't even know. That, I don't know. I don't know who the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. But one thing I do know is, defensively, we know who the Pittsburgh are. Who, who they've always been historically. And they've always been solid defensively, man. they always been solid. That's always been the Pittsburgh Steelers calling is the defensive side of the ball, bro. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, bro, this is this defense is literally, literally carrying this team to what? What are they? Seven and seven all of a sudden? Seven on seven or eight on seven? Whatever their record is, man. I'm looking back. I'm like, how in God's green earth does the Pittsburgh Steelers got a winning record or 500 record right now with this team? With Big Ben as the quarterback, I'm just, I'm stunned. And this, that, that's with me being so stunned. I shouldn't be because I'm like, you know what? You know what, man? They got Mike Tomlin, bro. They got Mike T, man. And Mike T look forward to situations like this, man. 
Mike T is one of the one of us rare breed, man. He gets he's at his best when his back is against the wall, man. Mike T is at his best when everybody's like, you can't do it, man. And I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got an old ass quarterback, man. This shit is huge. It's like, it's like every time I watch the Pittsburgh Steelers game, I, I laugh in the first half. Because Big Ben do some old man shit. Y'all see when he try to sneak with our fourth and fourth and inches or whatever? And Big Ben trying to do a quarterback sneak, man. <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever, man. <laughs> but then it's like at the end of the games on the fourth quarter, I'm looking at this score. I'm like, how the fuck did they do this, man? I'm confused. I'm confused. Like, I don't know how the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning ball games. I really don't know. I know y'all call me the guru. I know I'm the guru. And I know I'm supposed to figure this shit out. But damn, bro. Damn, bro. I'm looking at that. I, I can't figure it out, man. But I love watching it play, though, man. I love watching it play. One thing I could tell you about the Pittsburgh Steelers organization, man. One thing I love about it, man. They know and they have identity. And the identity is defense. The identity is toughness. The identity is aggressive football play. And every single Sunday, regardless who's the, who the, it could be Josh, it could be Big Ben, it could be um, Mason Rudolph. I don't care who the quarterback is, who the player is. But one thing we're going to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, every single Sunday, man, with Mike Tomlin leading them, they're going to fight you, they're going to scratch you, and they're going to do everything they can. And they're going to punch you in the face. Man. The Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I just, it's like, it just dawned on me. I, it was like, I always wanted to bet against the Steelers because I don't know what Ben does. I don't know. The Najee Harris, the running back, it's like he got some sweet feet. But it's like there's nothing really artistic about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I guess that's what I'm getting at. There's nothing artistic about them. It's just an ugly, ugly, ugly games they play. They win ugly. Everything about the Pittsburgh Steelers is UG. L Y and they don't have no alibi because they ugly. What what they ugly? <laughs> oh man, the Google. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm a cheerleader. I'm a podcaster. I am everything you want me to be, dog. <laughs> I want to move on and talk about the Saturday night game, right? The Indianapolis Colts or the Patriots against Indianapolis Colts, and I want to talk about my Colts, baby. Y'all know this content. Y'all know how I feel about Chris Ballard and my Colts and that defense and the best player in football at the middle linebacker position as of December, what, 19th, 2021? Darius Leonard. And I'm tired of y'all not recognizing it. And also, the best slot corner in all of football. All of football, Kenny freaking Moore. And y'all stay tuned because I'm going to be doing my Kenny Moore take in a few days, man. But I want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts and how they're built. You know what I'm saying? I love the way they're built, man. You know how some people just are built right? You know, it's like, I remember back in the days, once again, I got to show my age, man. Back in the days, there used to be a movie I used to love. It was called Weird Science. The movie was called Weird Science. The whole fun, the functionality of the movie was you had a couple of uh, teenagers, horny teenagers, and they were trying to create the perfect woman 
on the computer, the perfect woman. I'm talking about ass, titties, ass, hips, everything. They created a perfect woman. And, they, and all of a sudden, lightning struck and boom, the woman came to life. The woman came to life, man. And I looked at the perfect organization right now. And I'm looking at Indianapolis Colts for my liking, for my taste. You know what I'm saying? I know some people like titties. Some people like ass. Some people like this smile. But for my taste, dog, my taste in my mouth. I love me the Indianapolis Colts. Pause. I know that came a little bit too aggressive, but I love me the Indianapolis Colts, man. I love their makeup. I love the offensive line. I love the defensive line. I love me Grover Stewart. I love me DeForest Buckner. I love me Kamoku Toure. I mean, I could name it all. And obviously the best linebacker in court in all of football, Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariki. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then I don't even want to talk about it, but I got to talk about it. Mr. Bringing Sexy back to the RB1 position, baby. Jonathan Taylor bringing Sexy back. Run, Johnny, run. He went over and looked at Bill Belichick. Think about this, dog. Bill Belichick. No, the number one thing Bill Belichick knows in Indianapolis are their running team. The ultimate defensive coach, Bill Belichick, went into Indianapolis knowing you got to take Jonathan Taylor or you will lose. And you know what happened? The Colts are like, you know what? And this the coach always mess with my head. Because it's like they are a dome team that's physical. It always messes with me, man. It messes with me. It's like that's like seeing an L.A. girl with real titties. It messes with me. You just don't. It's all fake. So it's like when I see the Colts and their, 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 their power team, it, it messes with being an indoor team. So it's like, oh, my God. It's like being in L.A. seeing a, a real girl with a real titties. You're like, nah, nah, nah. It messes with your head. It messes with your head, man. But the way the Colts are built. Watch out, everybody in the AFC. <laughs> I know you guys are worried about Patty Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen uh, and all this other situation. But, yo, that team over there in Indianapolis. I know we laugh at Carson Wentz because he's Carson Wentz. He's mentally crazy. He don't know what's going on. His football IQ is blah, 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 blah. But, damn it, bro. Chris Ballard, Frank Wright, who might be one of the best coaches nobody ever mentioned as far as an elite coach, but I do. Frank mother effing Wright is that dude. The Indianapolis Colts are a very scary team, man. They're like the boogeyman, man. They're one of those teams you do not want to see in the playoff. I'm telling you, I'm stamping that. I'm stamping that. They have the best defense in the entire AFC, and this includes the New England Patriots. Y'all better recognize I'm the G to the U to the R to the U. I do this shit, and they got the best defense, and if you don't know that, then you better subscribe to this channel because I will teach you some shit. It ain't no Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers don't got the best defense in the AFC. I'm telling y'all, they might have the best defensive player. But as far as the best defense in the entire conference, that goes to the Indianapolis Colts. As far as the best running game in the, in the conference, that goes to the Indianapolis Colts. As far as a top elite coach in the conference, that also happens in Indianapolis. And with that said, the Indianapolis Colts are my dark horse. Hear that? Hear that? Me being dark and being a Colts fan? Ah, the dark horse to win the AFC. And I know, I know, I know, I know.
I'm the G to the U to the R to the U. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about my porn star himself. Because the only thing he do is scores. <laughs> sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Moving on to the Falcons versus the 49s. Now, I got to give you my take on this, man. You know, as an OG, I've been around the block a few times, man. That's what happens when you're an OG. You go around the block. I've been driving around the block a few times, man. And when I think about the 49ers and the Jimmy G situation, man, and it just got me thinking, man. One day, a wise man, I was at work, man. A wise man once said to me, he's like, man, guru, it's cheaper, it's cheaper to keep her. And I'm like, man, what you talking about, wise man? What you mean it's cheaper to keep her? I'm looking at the 49ers, man, with the Jimmy G situation. I'm like, you know what? I think for the 49ers' sake, it's cheaper to keep her to get a divorce, man. No bullshit. No bullshit. I know the whole G I know Jimmy don't look the part. I know Jimmy's this, Jimmy's that. But at the end of the day, Jimmy wins, dog. Yes, Jimmy like porn stars. Who don't like porn stars? I like porn stars. You like porn stars. We all like porn stars. But that ain't going to be the reason why we don't like Jimmy G, man. Jimmy G wins. Who don't like winners, man? You got DJ Khaled talking about all I do is win, 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 win. Well, look at Jimmy G. All he does is win, 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 win. How come we don't give him the, the DJ Khaled treatment, dog? But we give the Jimmy G, we give him the Kirk Cousin treatment, man. And I'm tired of doing that, man. As a bald, black-headed man, like Terrell Owens, who something within me and T.O. look alike. But one thing is, we both know our quarterback, Jimmy G, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. And I don't like the way you guys be talking about my quarterback. He's a winner, man. He wins in the bedroom. He wins in the field. He wins everywhere he goes because he is Jimmy G, baby, the winner. And that's why he is my quarterback. Because winners stick together. <laughs> oh, man, I got to talk about Jimmy G, man, because y'all be disrespecting this dude, man. Uh, it's like he might, other than Kirk Cousin, Jimmy G might be the most disrespectful winners I've ever seen in my life, dog. You got a guy like a Matt Ryan, he never get disrespected like Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? You never hear Atlanta talking about get rid of Matt Ryan. All right, right. For 20 years, Matt Ryan's been there. Jimmy G's been in freaking San Francisco for four years. They already talking about get rid of Jimmy G. Get rid of Jimmy. Man, all the thing do is win, just like DJ Khaled. All he do is win, 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 baby. And he wins in the bedroom. And he wins on the field. And he wins in our heart, baby. Jimmy G is a winner. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate you. And you are a winner as well because you're listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. Let's talk about the Cardinals versus the Detroit Lions. 
And one thing I gotta say is the Arizona Cardinals are falling off the cliff. Yes, man. And I'm so y'all know, y'all know I love me some cliff, man. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all know my content, man. This is hard for me right now. If you could hear it in my voice, it's like it's hard for me to talk truth about someone you care about. That's why we lie. You know why people lie? Because you don't want to hurt. You don't want to hurt your loved ones, man. Because you don't want to hurt them, so you lie to them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to hurt Cliff Kingsbury. And I've been lying. But I got to be truthful, man. I got to be truthful, man, with Jimmy. I got to be truthful with Cliff. Right now, Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, they're falling off a cliff, man. Oh, yeah, I know you like that pun. They are falling off the cliff. They started at what? The best team in the whole league with the record. Number one seed. Ah, la, la. They were on top of the cliff. They were the Arizona Cardinals on top of the cliff. And then all of a sudden, they got figured out. They got figured out, man. And they falling down the cliff fast, man. They falling down the cliff fast, man. And there ain't nobody down there to save them, man. I'm telling y'all. Cliff Kingsbury, man, I'm upset. Like my brother Drake said in his track, I'm upset, man. I'm upset with you, Cliff Kingsbury, because I like you. I like everything about you, but you're not improving, man. In this relationship right here, we got to evolve, man. We can't just stay the same. We can't be eating pizza, you know what I'm saying, at midnight and don't think our stomach going to hurt. No, we got to evolve from that shit, man. We got to, Jimmy G, I'm sorry, sorry, Jimmy, Cliff Kingsbury. As far as your offensive play calling, as far as your 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 offensive passing game, I don't like it, homie. I like you, but I don't like I don't like the fact that you can't cook. I don't like the fact that you can't clean. I don't like that fact, Cliff Kingsbury. I like the house. But what do you have for me, dog? I need some more substance as far as play. As far as play design, Cliff Kingsbury. I need some unity as far as your play design, man. I don't ever see no one in Arizona Cardinals run a rock, bro. And I watch films all the damn time, dog. I'm talking about, give me a rock tree. When have we ever seen an Arizona receiver do a comeback? The only thing they run is a fade, bro. When all us films run a fade and do an option ride. I'm like, what type of shit is this, Cliff Kingsbury? This ain't college, bro. We need to have some type of substance, some type of rock recognition. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's, come on, you got to, you, I'm looking at the Cardinals, bro. I need somebody to do a short, shallow route, and I need you to do a, an immediate route. I need some type of cohesion as far as routes, man. I'm like, they're doing receiver screens. I'm like, what the hell is this shit, man? Cliff Kingsbury, bruh. Cliff Kingsbury, I want to see where's the route tree, man. Where's the slant? Where's the comeback? Where's the hitch? Where is the route tree, man? Where's the dagger route? Where's the seven route? I've never seen the Arizona Cardinals run a seven route, dog. Like, what the hell? Like, Kingsbury, I'm tired of just Kyler Murray saying hike, running around, running around, and looking for somebody just running around, running around, and throw the damn ball, bruh. I'm tired of that shit. We got to evolve, man, in every relationship. We got to evolve, bro. We're not evolving, man. We got to the top of the cliff. But now we're falling down the cliff.
because we have not evolved as an organization, as a passing organization, as an entire Arizona Cardinals. Man, I'm upset, like my man Drake said, and I'm upset because I love you, Cliff, because I want to be you, Cliff. That's why I'm upset. I want to be you, Cliff Kingsbury, man. Well, right now, the way you acting up, the way you making play calls, man, I don't want shit to do with your ass, man. You got me in my feelings like Drake said. First, I started being upset. Now, I'm in my feelings, man, because of you, Cliff Kingsbury. I'm in my damn feelings. And with that said, this has been Monday Morning Football with the Good. Y'all know the drill. Like this, love this, share this, and I am out. G to the U to the R to the U.